Alhamdulillahi wa kafa. Wassalatu wassalamu ala ibadihi alladhina istafa. Amma ba'du fa'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Ya bani Israil adhkuru ni'mati allati an'amtu alaykum wa anni faddaltukum 'alal 'alamin. Wa qala ta'ala fadhkuruni adhkurkum washkuru li wa la takfurun. Wa qala an-nabiy sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Man lam yashkurin nas, lam yashkurin lah. Atau kama qala alihi salatu wassalam. Most respected listeners of Markazi Sahaba, today we will inshallah discuss the importance and the benefits of shukar, which is gratitude. Shukar plays a vital role in the life of any human being and more so in the life of a mu'min, a person who is a believer. The importance of shukar can be gauged from the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has used the word shukar in contrast to the word kufar in the Quran now, kufr means to be ungrateful. And it is also used for disbelief. So when someone does not believe, then the word kufr is used, which means disbelief. And it also means ingratitude. And usually the word iman is used in contrast to the word kufr. Kufr means disbelief. And Iman means belief. But in the Quran, Karim, in several places, the word shukar is used in contrast to the word kufr. For example, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ وَلَإِن كَفَرْتُمْ إِنَّ عَذَابِ لَشَدِيدٍ If you make shukar, if you are grateful, then I will increase my bounties upon you. وَلَإِن كَفَرْتُمْ But if you make kufr, then my punishment is very severe. So shukar and kufr. At another place, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, وَشْكُرُولِ وَلَا تَكْفُرُونَ So make shukar and do not make kufr. That means be grateful, appreciate the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and do not be ungrateful. In yet another place of the Quran al-Kareem, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned the word shukar with iman. In fact, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the word shukar before iman. Allah ta'ala says, مَا يَفْعَلُ اللَّهُ بِعَذَابِكُمْ إِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ وَآمَنْتُمْ That what has Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala got to do with punishing you? Why would Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala punish you? There is no need for Allah ta'ala to punish you. إِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ وَآمَنْتُمْ If you make shukar and you have iman. If you are grateful you appreciate, and you believe, then there is no reason whatsoever for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to punish you. Allah ta'ala does not want to punish you. Allah ta'ala wants you to be grateful. Allah ta'ala wants you to enjoy his bounties. So therefore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, مَا يَفْعَلُ اللَّهُ بِعَذَابِكُمْ إِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ وَآمَنْتُمْ And the word shukar here has been mentioned before iman. إِنْ شَكَرْتُمْ وَآمَنْتُمْ If you are grateful and you believe. So this shows the importance of Shukar in the life, especially of 
a believer. Now, sugar is one of the easiest and the best ways in order to reach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are many ways in which insan, human beings can reach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But one of the best ways and one of the easiest ways is through sugar. Therefore, we'll find at the very beginning of the Quran al-Karim, in Surah al-Baqarah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addressed the Bani Israel. Now, they were the chosen people of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the previous times, the times before Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah ta'ala had chosen them and Allah ta'ala had favored them and blessed them over the rest of the world. Many, many Anbiya thousands of Anbiya were sent among the Bani Israel, more than any other people. And they enjoyed numerous other bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when the Quran al-Kareem was revealed, then they, they were given the first opportunity because they were people of the Kitab. They were people who had received the divine books from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from before. They were people who had received these Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam. And by and large, they believed in and followed these Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam. So they were given the first opportunity. Allah Ta'ala said that, O Bani Israel, you should not be the first people to reject. So they had the knowledge. They were aware of the, that the last Nabi, Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, will be coming. And there were people who were especially blessed by Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So it was only right that they be the first people to believe and accept. They were anticipating, they were waiting for this last Nabi to come. And the message was presented to them Offered to them. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then addressed the Bani Israel at the beginning of the Quran al-Karim directly in several places. Allah ta'ala mentions, Ya Bani Israel, akkuru ni'mati allati an'amtu alaykum wa anni faddaltukum alil alameen. Ya Bani Israel, akkuru ni'mati allati an'amtu alaykum wa awfu bi ahdi ufi bi ahdikum mayyaya farhabun. Did O Bani Israel call to mind and remember the bounties that I had blessed you with? And I'd given you superiority and virtue over the rest of mankind. Allah had made them the special people and given them more honor and given them more distinction and superiority over all the other people in many ways. So Allah Ta'ala is telling them, then remember all my bounties. So in order to draw them close to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala is speaking about his bounties. Then in great detail, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala enumerates the great bounties that Allah Ta'ala has given to the Bani Israel. That was Allah Ta'ala had shaded the Bani Israel from the heat. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had given them special delicacies to eat. Allah Ta'ala sent among them these Anbiya alayhi salatu salam. Allah had made many of them great kings. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa min ali fir'aun. Allah Ta'ala saved them from the terrible oppression and zulm of Fir'aun and his people. So many, many of these bounties are mentioned in great detail. And after now enumerating all these bounties, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the second, uh, for the third time actually, Ya Bani Israel, akkuru ni'mati allati anamtu alaykum anni faddaltukum alil alim. That, oh Bani Israel, now that I've enumerated all these bounties and I've reminded you of all my favors, now think of these favors and be grateful to me 
believe in this last Nabi, accept my last Nabi, accept my message and turn towards me. And thereafter, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned a little later, they start kurun, yes, kurkum, wash kuruli, kurun. Then make shukar, be grateful for Allah Ta'ala's bounties and don't be ungrateful. So this is the manner in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addressed the Bani Israel and gave them the opportunity to turn to Him by recalling all His bounties, mentioning His favors upon them. Because this is an easy way for a person now to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, turn to His benefactor. And when the Bani Israel, by and large, they rejected Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There were many among them who accepted Iman, followed Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, they realized the truth of uh, Islam and they embraced Islam. But by and large, the Bani Israel did not accept Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So thereafter in the Quran al Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not address, address them directly again as Ya Bani Israel. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then addressed the people who accepted this message. That Ya Yuhaladina Amanu. More than 85 places in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya Yuhaladina Amanu. Ya Yuhaladina Amanu. About 88 or 89 times, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses the people that bring Iman. And included among them will be those among the Bani Israel who accepted the message of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Now, what is the definition of shukr? What is the shukr and gratitude that we are speaking about? So Ulamai Kiram explained that there are three aspects to shukr. To be grateful. One has to do three things. The first is we should attribute and link the bounty to the giver. So who has this bounty come from? We should acknowledge that this bounty, this blessing has come to me from the giver. From Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the first part of shukr. For example, we have, have a tasty meal in front of us. We have any type of food in front of us. Say, Alhamdulillah. All praise belongs to Allah. Allah, you have given me this food. So this is the first part of shukr. To acknowledge the giver and attribute the, attribute the bounty to the giver. You will find that in our daily du'as, this is exactly what we are taught. After eating, we are taught to decide the du'a, Alhamdulillah, at'amana wa saqana wa ja'alana muslimin. The praise belongs to Allah, who has fed me, given me this food and drink, and who has made us Muslims. After putting on clothes, Alhamdulillah, kasani ma uwari bihi awrati wa atajammalu bihi fi hayati. Praise be to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who has given me this clothes, by means of which I beautify myself, and I cover my shame. After awakening, Alhamdulillah, praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who gave me the sleep. Praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who woke me up again and has given me this beautiful day in front of me, this new day, this opportunity to prepare, to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to prepare for the life hereafter. So all these du'as of Nabi Islam teach us to attribute the bounties to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhana alladhi sakhara lana hadha wa ma kunna lahu muqrinin. When boarding a car or any other vehicle, we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah has made this car or this bus or this plane or this ship subservient to us. Allah has put it at our disposal so that we can use it. This is the first part of shukr, to attribute the bounty to the giver, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
The second part of sugar, what am I explain, is to regard oneself as not deserving. It's not that I am deserving, I am very great. It's my right to have these bounties. No, it's a favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's the kindness of Allah. Ya Allah, you have given me this food out of your kindness. I don't deserve it, but you are very kind. Ya Allah, you have given me, given me my health because of your kindness. You have given me a family and a house, shelter, eyes, ears, a tongue, teeth, hands, and legs, brain, and a heart. You are giving me fresh air. You give me fresh water to drink every day. So all this is because of your kindness and because of your generosity, because of your father and your karam. So this is the second part of the of sugar. That is, to regard oneself as not deserving, but we should regard it as a kindness and generosity in favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are taught in a hadith sharif that unzuru ila man huwa asfala minkum. Look at those who have less than you. And then you will appreciate the bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon you. <coughs> so you will see many, many human beings. For example, if we have a certain car, there are many people. They do not have cars. If we do not have a car, we have a bicycle. There are many people that do not have bicycles. So every person has to be grateful. We should look at those that have less than us. Those that have bicycles, do not have bicycles, they should look at those that are walking and say, Alhamdulillah, I've got a bicycle, this person is walking. Those that do not, do not have any form of transport, they should make shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the legs that they have. Alhamdulillah, I can walk. There are many people that don't have legs or are paralyzed. And even those that are paralyzed also, they should be making shukr. So every person should be should be grateful. Every person, it's compulsory upon every person to be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his bounties. And ulama go to this extent that they mention even the person who is deaf, dumb, blind, and paralyzed. That person should also be grateful and thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for making shukr. Now what we will, will we feel? That what's there to be grateful for? This person can't see. He cannot hear. He cannot talk. He cannot move. How can this person be grateful? But if you really ponder and you look, you'll see that this person is also enjoying so many bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for which he has to be grateful. He is able to breathe. The heart is beating. He may be able to eat or to drink. He may be able to relieve himself. So these are also the great bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In his mind, he may be able to think of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just make dua. So this person is also valuable and enjoying life. And by, by means of him, just thinking of Allah's bounties and making shukar, is thinking of it in his heart. Or thinking of Allah. Or being patient upon his condition. He is getting closer and closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala every moment. So every condition that comes upon us actually is an opportunity for us to be grateful. Even ulama explained, even if uh, apparently difficult conditions come upon us, unfavorable conditions. For that also we should make shukar to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's also an opportunity for us to get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nabi sallallahu alayhi That a person who really believes, a person who has iman, who has faith, 
that person's affairs are strange and very, very wonderful. Every condition that comes upon him is only goodness for that person. So if a good condition comes upon the person, the person will make shukar and thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he's going to get close to Allah, it's good for him. And if some test comes upon the person, any sickness, any problem, any worry, any stress, any difficulty, then that person will be patient. And at the same time, the person will be grateful for the problem and the difficulty. Because you look at those that have more problems and more hardships than us. You will be grateful. Ya Allah, I'm in this problem, but there are others that have worse problems than me. So when we look at those that are less fortunate than us, who are undergoing, undergoing more hardships and difficulties than us, then it becomes easier for us. We make shukar and we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then our problems also get less. And the third part of shukar is to use and enjoy these bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a manner that pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah ta'ala wants us to enjoy his bounties. Breathe in the fresh air, enjoy it. Eat the wonderful, tasty food. Wear the beautiful clothing. If we can afford it, we have it at our disposal easily. Enjoy the house, enjoy the car. But make shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Say this, my Allah has given me this. I'm not deserving. Allah is very kind. He's given me this beautiful house. He's wonderful. My wonderful family. My health. So we use it in a way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be pleased. Don't use it for the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the third part of shukr. That we use the bounty, we enjoy it. And we use it in a way that will please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a, in, a, in a good way. And in this way then we will fulfill the right of shukr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So just to repeat, there are three parts of shukr. One is to attribute every bounty to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Secondly, we should regard it as a favor of Allah. Allah to his kindness has given me this bounty. It's not that I really deserve. And thirdly, we enjoy the bounty and use it in a way that will please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we just end of one dua. We are taught to recite the dua morning and evening. It's a very comprehensive dua. So sometimes we, we make dua for specific bounties. Like after eating, we sugar for the food. Sometimes we see our, ch- our family, for example, our children. And we make sugar, alhamdulillah, Allah give me children. Sometimes, for example, uh, see a beautiful si- a, a scenery. You see the waterfalls or a mountain or the sea. And you make sugar, ya Allah, you've created a sea for us. What a beautiful sign, what a beautiful creation. So we make shukr to Allah Ta'ala for specific bounties. When you put on our clothes, make dua at that time for the bounty of clothes. But this dua that we have been taught by Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to recite morning and evening is such that it encompasses the shukr for every single bounty of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala that we enjoy and that the entire creation enjoys. Imagine that. And we can't even count these bounties of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. The bounties and the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the favors of Allah ta'ala upon us and the gifts and the presents are countless, innumerable. So this dua teaches us how to make shukar for all these bounties. The dua is, Allahumma ma asbaha bi min ni'matin aw bi ahadim min khalqik. This is to be read in the morning with the words asbaha. Allahumma ma asbaha bi min ni'matin aw bi ahadim min khalqik. Oh Allah, this morning, Whatever bounty, each and every single blessing and bounty that I enjoy, or that is enjoyed by every single one of your creation, every human being, every animal, every jinn, every angel, every creation that enjoys any bounties, every single bounty is covered, enjoyed by the entire creation. 
Faminka Wahdaka. Every single bounty and all these bounties come from you alone. La Sharika Laka. And you have no partner whatsoever in this. In the giving of all these bounties, you have no partner whatsoever. There's no share for anyone else. It comes only from you. And if you choose to use someone also, it is your greatness. You are using that person. And it's your prerogative. You have used that person. That person has no say whatsoever in the matter. La sharika. Falaka alhamdu wa laka shukur. So Allah for you is all praise and all gratitude. And in the evening we recite the same dua. But instead of the word asbaha, we use the word amsa. Allahumma ma amsa bi min ni'matin aw bi ahadim min khalqit. Oh Allah, this evening, for this night, whatever bounty I am enjoying, and whatever bounty is being enjoyed by the entire creation, it comes from you alone. We have absolutely no partners in the giving of all these bounties. So for you is all praise and all gratitude. We just repeat that one. Allahumma ma asbaha bi min ni'matin. أو بأحد من خلقك فمنك وحدك لا شريك لك فلك الحمد ولك الشكر. And in the evening, اللهم ما أمسى بي من نعمة أو بأحد من خلقك فمنك وحدك لا شريك لك فلك الحمد ولك الشكر. May Allah subhanahu wa taala grant us the perfect to bring within our hearts and bring in our lives the quality of shukr and gratitude. وآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين.